Hey U-Turn friends, it's Ash here and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about commitment and marriage and not really just commitment and marriage, but this feeling that I feel like so many of us feel when we turn a certain age or we have a certain birthday where suddenly it feels like our life is hitting us or we kind of get really reflective of the years of the past and where we thought we would be. And I think there can be such a grief to birthdays. And that's something I write about in the U-Turn book. I call it birthday trauma where, you know, maybe you expected people to show up for your birthday. You didn't get the birthday you wanted as a kid. But I feel like as an adult for me, birthdays have been that marker where even though I tend to get a little bit of foggy memory sometimes, I can always remember what I was doing for my last birthday. And in my case, you know, being 33 and turning 34 this year, a couple big things that have become really present are, and I think I went through a lot of grief, like when I turned 30, I I believe I remember thinking, oh, wow, when I'm 30, I thought I was going to have all of these things like a white picket fence and this husband and these three kids or something. And I had, I went through a really sad phase accepting life as it is, you know, just for a few months, I was going through a lot of letting go. And now I feel like there's a couple big topics that come up I think for a lot of women in their 30s and maybe not so much for the men that are listening. I'm not sure how you feel about this since I'm not one of you, but I feel a lot of friends and including me have pressure around getting married, getting engaged, making sure whoever you're dating is the right person, or maybe you jumped into marriage and now you're with somebody and you don't even know if you made the right choice. And maybe you jumped out of the hope that it would be right because you were on some sort of invisible timeline with yourself. Um, So I think there's a lot of timeline around commitment and marriage. And there seems to be this like social expectation for when we get married, how, how we do our lives and what pace we're at and when we have kids. And I know a lot of people talk about biological clocks. So if you're a guy listening to this episode, maybe you've been in a partnership where um, your partner, if, if they want to have kids, she is you know, feeling the biological clock, talking about getting her eggs frozen or whatever it is. And there's this invisible force field of pressure on the relationship. And I always tell my best friend, Nicole Naupavar, who you guys always tell me, hear me talking about the therapist in LA. Thank God for her. We, we talk a lot about marriage, these invisible timelines, kids, and the nostalgia of wanting to be somewhere, but we're not there. And one thing that's just been coming up for me is a lot of questions around these norms. And my good friend, Mark Groves, who had me on a show, the Mark Groves podcast, amazing show. If you're interested in relationship advice, I am obsessed with what Mark puts out there and he's such an amazing person. Um, but he was talking about if marriage doesn't feel good for you, or you are afraid of marriage, that just means maybe you need to redefine what you're making it mean for you. And that really sat with me when he said that because I myself was in a relationship for five years with a really good guy. You've probably heard me mention it. And I just knew in my soul it wasn't the right person. And I just didn't have the maturity at the time to really own myself and put words to how I was feeling. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, so it's easy for me now to say, you know, this wasn't my person. But now as I'm more mature, more wise, years older, 
I can't help but tune in to how I'm feeling even as I think about marrying William. William and I have been together for two years and we've known each other our whole lives. And we're in that little sweet spot where it's totally valid for people to start asking about whether we're going to get married. And we've definitely talked about it and we've prepared for it. And we went through a couple key phases in our relationship and I'm hoping that it can support you to kind of see my mind shift here. But For about eight months, it was a honeymoon, and for about one year, it was slightly a power struggle, meaning that he's really defined in who he is. I'm pretty defined in who I am. So our conversation would look like, hey, I want to leave the party at 10. And he would say, well, I want to leave later. Do we? Ha- Why do we have to leave when you want to leave? And we would go back and forth around stuff like that. And I had to do so much self-work as I always am. And I, and I, really am committed to not showing up in my book on this podcast on any stage like this person who knows it all because that to me just feels like a crazy amount of pressure and just not real. But what I can tell you is I'm someone who's constantly working on myself, questioning the norms and trying to make a life that works for me. And so when I tuned into marriage and he and I are still definitely exploring it, what came up for me was why do I feel and why does society feel like two years is the time to get married? And I thought about how I'm 33 and it might be time to have kids and all of these things. And I just realized even with my Lyme disease treatment, my body is going to be so healthy by the end of all of these treatments I'm doing. I have so many friends who have babies at 40, who freeze their eggs now, who find a different partner, like who knows? And Or, or, or right now having a kid is a no. Or maybe for you, having a family is such a huge, huge yes. Or you've already started having a family and now you feel pressure to have another child or you got to get a dog. It's like we live on these timelines and I think rushing and not questioning the deadlines we're giving ourselves is one of the most toxic forms of stress we can live under. And it is this silent subtext of our day-to-day lives that unless we notice it, it's running us and it can be so painful, stressful, exhausting, anxiety-inducing. And so I wanted to raise your awareness here and ask you the question that I've been asking myself is what timelines do you have for your life? What timelines do you have for your career? When do you think you need to get the promotion, get the raise, start the business, have the first client, scale the company, sell the company? When do you, where are you putting pressure or timelines on yourself in your relationship? And I would even ask you further, how are those timelines damaging the relationship? Where are they creating losses with your partner, with yourself? And if you're single, Where are you putting timelines on yourself to find the right person? And how is that rush damaging your clarity when you're meeting someone? Does it make you rush to commit to somebody that maybe isn't great for you? What happens for you with that? And of course, you know, I think there's so many timelines, having kids, stuff like that. But one thing is I always used to think I would be 29, 30, pregnant with some suave dude. I don't even know. I don't even know what this guy was going to be, but William is such a gift to me and I am so committed to doing the work that it takes to be in commitment, to be in depth, to be in partnership and to really question these timelines that are 
causing me to initiate conversations with my partner that I might not even want to be having. Like, have you ever noticed sometimes you want a commitment from someone on something? And this isn't actually really happening with William and I in this way, but have you ever noticed you want something from someone and you keep asking them and maybe you feel a sense of pressure to know from them and yet you haven't even landed into offering that to them yourself? Like maybe you want to know when your partner wants to move to a new city or maybe you want to know when your job's going to do something but you haven't even asked yourself, do you want to do that thing? Do you want to move to that new city? Do you want to get married? Why are you asking them about it? So I think sometimes out of anxiety from our timelines that we're holding on to, we will ask other people to give us safety or to give us clarity when we ourselves haven't really tuned in and said, why do I want this? Does this feel good for me? And one of the biggest transformations that I've been experiencing is in the questioning that I have around having kids, around my body, around my health. You know, I think as a young girl, at some point or another, we are told that at 35, our eggs start to have all sorts of, you know, I I wasn't great in science class, so I can say like all sorts of drama happening where it's not as healthy for us to have a baby. And so I've been really thinking about after my Lyme disease treatment and after testing negative for Lyme, because there's really no cure for Lyme, but once I go into remission, my body's healthy, I've been thinking about freezing my eggs and telling myself that it doesn't really matter when I decide to have kids because I am so committed to having the healthiest body in the world. And when I was talking to Nicole, my best friend, about this, she was saying, well, don't you want to be alive longer for your kids? Like, what if you're 50 and you have your kids then? Which my body might not be able to hold kids at 50. And I told her, maybe I'll get a surrogate at 50 if I have frozen eggs and I haven't had a kid yet. And she said, well, you know, that means that you're going to be 80 when they're 30. And, you know, don't you want to be around for a while? And I just was telling her, like, Nick, people, we don't know when we're going to die. We don't know how long we're going to be here. And the biggest service I could give to a kid is to have them when I'm ready to have them because that energy, that readiness, that me bringing all of myself into the commitment, that shines through. And I see that in business. Like when I wrote the U-turn book, it was so pure. It was like, I am so here for this. I have so much to say. I'm so excited about this. And when it came to promoting the book, I was fully behind it. And it was such a success because of that, because all of my heart was there. And I think one of the most damaging things we could do is just have kids or do something in our career or get married or anything on this timeline we haven't even questioned. And next thing we know, we don't want to bring all of ourselves into the commitment. We can't bring all of ourselves into the commitment. We're not fully behind it. And we're doing it because there's some invisible billboard that we think we see in the sky saying that this is the timeline, this is the deadline, we need to do it. And it has freed me up to be free of all of the matrix, all of the things that we're told, and to give myself permission to let my life happen at a pace where I'm truly committed and inspired to show up. And, you know, I, I told Nick, I love the idea of having a kid when I'm young and vibrant, but what if I'm more vibrant in 10 years from now? The things I'm doing for my health right now, the ways that I'm changing my diet, the habits that I'm building, the acupuncture treatments, the weekly ozone therapy that I'm doing. And if you haven't heard about ozone therapy, it's really an interesting thing. But 
the point being, I'm doing so much for my well-being. I, I tell people I'm going to have like glitter on the inside of me by the end of all of this health stuff I'm doing. And it's really got me questioning the timelines that I've been putting myself under and getting me present and awake to the life that I could be living now. And if I tune into right now, there's something about having a baby that sounds really beautiful and there's something about it that doesn't feel like it's the time for me yet. I feel like I'm about to step into so much more purpose and I really want to honor that. And I don't want, for lack of a better term, to be distracted from that right now. And for me to bring a baby or to make a business deal or to marry someone because I think now is the time when subconsciously it feels like a distraction or maybe not so subconsciously because I'm saying it out loud, that's not what my baby or my job or my partner deserves. What this baby or whatever commitment I make deserves is for me to be fully behind it. And that is what I want to leave you with. And, you know, I was talking to my really good friend, Gina DeVee. She wrote a book called Audacity to be Queen, and she's been on this show. If you haven't listened to her episode, she's amazing, so empowered. And I was just FaceTiming this morning with her and her husband talking about these thoughts that I've been having. And, you know, he just reminded me, like, you know, a lot of people he knows has taken a lot of time to get married. And I used to think those couples that were together like seven years and still haven't gotten married, I think there was this silent piece of judgment, not if they were young, because then I would think to myself, oh, well, you're in college or you know, now you're an adult. But if they're older and they've been together years and years and years, I used to buy into the matrix. I used to buy into society and think to myself, what are they waiting for? This must mean that there's something not right in their connection. But Sometimes the reason people aren't on the timeline is because everything is right with the connection. Everything is right what they're doing. And the joy of just being where you are is enough. And it's not to say I'm against marriage, I'm against having kids, or even that I'm afraid of it. But it is to say that I want to invite you to start questioning these little rushes that you're putting yourself under. Because when we are in a rush, we make decisions that tend not to be for where we're truly at and what we truly want. And sometimes those irreversible decisions or those very difficult to reverse decisions, while I trust the path of your life, while I trust your course corrects and your shifts, sometimes they weren't always what we would have felt are in the highest good. And with that, I hope that this serves you in some way. I know that this was a very heteronormative talk around marriage and man and wife. And of course, I'm all for love. Whatever uh, partner that you have, whatever gender that you identify as. But I do believe that there is just such an impediment that we are all putting ourselves under by looking at this social pressure to have kids. If you are super young and you want to have kids right now, you feel like you're fully behind it, do it. If you have clean energy and you want to go into a business deal, do it. But don't do things if you feel like you have to. That doesn't feel like an inspiring way to live. And when you do one have to, the whole life that you're living eventually becomes a have to. And you're so much freer than that. I want so much more for that than that for you. So anyway, I hope this little, I don't even know what this was, like ramble was helpful for you on commitment and timelines. And I want to leave you with the question, what timeline can you remove from your life today?
All right. I love you. I've been crying in my Instagram DMs hearing from some of you who are reading the book and writing Amazon reviews. I don't know how to thank you guys. You show up so big. And, you know, I just found out this week we are a top 100 in the US mental health podcast. So that's because I'm crying. That's because of you guys. So definitely I might have something to do with it, but I, I don't want you to give me all of the credit. It's because you're sharing. It's because you're using this to have conversations. And I just love you so much for being here. So thank you and have a good one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.